Amazon just acquired MGM. Now this is MGM Studios we're talking about, right? We've all seen that lion inside the in the iconography. We we we've seen the Bond franchise, Rocky, so many more, and not just franchise, right? Think of the movies that you've seen that studio logo come in front of. And then when you think about the fact that it's been acquired by Amazon, makes you wonder about the future of the entertainment industry, and also about the content ecosystem in general. Welcome to a week starter episode of the Varun Duki Show, and today I want to talk to you guys about the insights which I've been deriving over time on what the future of this space might be, basis what. I've been reading, listening to, watching, and I want to start off with the Amazon MGM story, right? You're talking about a company like Amazon, where they're not necessarily a content-first company. Right? Amazon Prime Video is obviously a strong offering of theirs, but they're not a content company in the traditional sense of the word. But yet, they've been acquiring a certain amount of content. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, you look at someone like Netflix, right? Content is obviously their business, but they're not a traditional content player, right? Their movies don't necessarily play in theaters, etc. When we did have theaters, so they could play movies. But I want to reference something I wrote a while back on my newsletter, and and, and bear with me on this one. Netflix in 2021 is going to release 70 movies. That is the highest number of movies being premiered by one company. The second highest is by Disney, which is twenty-two. That's the difference between Disney and Netflix in terms of movie premieres, because obviously all the stuff that Netflix is premiering is coming out on their streaming platform straight. Now, when you look at Amazon on one end and Netflix on the other, and these two pieces of news, what can we almost derive from this? And there are a few things here. I want to throw a few things here. Some of those I'd shared in uh, a newsletter post I'd done a while back, but. I'm going to pull them all together here. Why do companies like Amazon and and many others require content? Content for them is the gateway. You know, it's the gateway to bring more consumers in. So if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you obviously have you you, you might just take it up to watch a film, but that means you also have it for purchasing more stuff. So you're you're the gateway. You're the gateway to becoming a part of their larger business ecosystem. So the tendency to keep renewing stays. So you stay back sometimes for the content, but you might just stay back for the offers that come with the content. For a Netflix, on the other hand, it's also the gateway. You're the the gateway is you know you have those big ticket movies that you might want to watch. So you you sign up for that subscription. You kind of go in, and you stay to just watch more and more. So for someone like Netflix, what they look at. Is the fact that the gateway is a big movie, but you stay for the niche stuff. You stay for the smaller pieces, like you know, uh, it might just be a rom com, it might be a, a a smaller action film, might be a throwback older movie in that sense of the word. You stay back for those, and that's how they retain you. They bring you in with the big stuff, the blockbusters. They retain you with the niche. Now on the other end of it, if you look at something like a where a company like a Disney. And also on Amazon now, where you own a lot of franchises, right? So Disney obviously has some of the strongest IP in the sense of Star Wars and Marvel and and Pixar and all that stuff. And you see that they are consistently go back into those franchises and do more and more with that because 
they can do two things with that is that they can build a loyal audience through franchises this continuity so people stick on and keep watching more and more you can build products around them right you can you can have disney parks you can have physical products you can do so much more merchandise along with that and people buy it because they relate to those characters and want to see their stories go ahead which is why you you would see someone like a marvel and the way they kind of building their movies and shows seeing the star wars scenario with with mandalore and everything else so there is a certain i like to put it premium on intellectual property and we don't talk about intellectual property as much now i've thrown a bunch of stuff at you over the last almost 5 minutes let me take a step back and distill them down you are seeing a scenario where you have business companies or rather that's a bizarre thing to say your companies which aren't necessarily in the business of content using content to bring in more customers so that's learning number 1 that it's a gateway to bring in more and more people and so that's one way content's going to serve a need the other end is that there are content only companies like a netflix who will use different kinds of content to bring people in and to retain them so big 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 uh, movies bring someone in smaller pieces retain them the third thing which is ip is what keeps people hooked on for a longer period of time as well which is franchises you might own which also kind of makes sense as to why amazon acquired mgm cuz think about what they could do with the bond franchise what could they do with the rocky franchise um there are a bunch of other, i think robocop is also part of that and and a, and a few others so when you get all of these together you are looking at a continuous stream of content which is keeping consumers engaged so you can build products around those pieces of content and build it over time so where does it leave the creator you are looking at traditional i would say entertainment executives trying to navigate this space right but i don't think they hold the key to where the future is if you look at it this is what youtubers podcasters um instagram creators that's what they do right you building out multiple pieces of content with an underlying thread of commonality of what your personality is as a creator and putting it out there so when you look at a world that is as multidimensional as this is seeming to be the show runners of the future might just be the youtubers and podcasters of today i don't know if this made sense but there are some insights there and i hope you got some of those to start off your week and uh, i'll catch you guys uh, towards the late half of the week when i drop a a more life focused episode so till then have a great week and stay safe i'll catch you on the other side